0: During the Obama administration the National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, had several points added that made people question the legitimacy of the act. The initial intent of the annual signing was to fund the military but somewhere along the way it became a way of passing laws without Congress or voters' input. Some of the things added included, legalizing propaganda to be used on the American people, the indefinite detention of American citizens, and detaining journalists. There have been lawsuits over the years finding the to be unconstitutional, violating the First and Fifth Amendment. One does not have to look far to see how the NDA has been abused. Obama was questioned as he was signing the bill about the indefinite detention of American citizens he said yes I'm signing it but it doesn't mean it will ever be used. It was only a few days ago that I received an email stating that I had received my first strike on YouTube for violating their policies about medical misinformation. I had quoted other channels, who happen to be experts in the field, and discussed how Fauci, the savior of the world, had killed millions of gay people over the decades by not funding studies into drugs that could help the treatment of AIDS. Instead, Fauci pushed for the production of an AIDS vaccine and I'm so glad that it was created. To this day there has been no success in the creation of an AIDS vaccine. I also use the word hydroxychloroquine as an example of something that the medical community refused to look into because Trump had mentioned it as a possible treatment. This was disavowed without research. The YouTube policy of never saying the word is on par with punishing a three-year-old for using the F word even though they hear it all the time. That same morning, on my drive to work, I was listening to the morning radio show with Michael Patrick Shields and he started to discuss Governor Whitmer and her dinner party that broke COVID restrictions. A man filed charges against the governor so that she would receive the $500 fine that she deserves, and as the evidence was discussed the radio cut out. The rest of the segment did not air. How far does this go? A few days ago, the Dark Horse podcast received a strike on their channel for talking about ivermectin as a prophylactic drug in preventing contracting COVID 19. Both hosts, the husband and wife team, stated their credentials at the beginning of the show and read the studies on this particular drug. They gave the background on how the studies had been conducted in places like Africa but ignored here. The federal government went to different pharmaceutical companies asking if there were any drugs that might treat COVID 19 after stating they had hundreds of millions of dollars to pay for the development of one. The answer was a solid no and the money was handed over with no questions asked. Steven Crowder is back after being kicked off YouTube for two weeks. His crime, questioning the CDC guidelines on wearing mask, back when they said it was not safe or preventative to do so. The other time he contradicted the CDC was when he suggested that the virus may have come from the Wuhan lab, which they now state to be a possibility, and Dr. Fauci had a hand in making that happen, and the federal government paid for the research, after it was banned in the US by the Obama administration. But Crowder is the bad guy here. In the last couple of weeks, we have seen a reversal of official story and policy coming from the government and big tech. Now the government says that it is plausible that COVID-19 came from a lab and was man-made. Facebook stated recently that they will no longer ban comments about COVID coming from a lab. After all of this, the accounts frozen or channels shut down. Now they say that the people who had been saying this for over a year are right, but there is no apology. Channels are not brought back, Facebook accounts are not reinstated, while the companies move on like nothing happened and will not be held accountable for their actions. If there is anything that we have learned here it's that the federal government doesn't know what is going on, even now I don't know what to believe on the lab leak because they were wrong before. Isn't it funny that the same day 9 to 11 happened we knew right away that it was Osama bin Laden but we can't figure out where a virus came from. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a long list of lawsuits after this. To have an account shut down for saying something you think could slash might be true is libel. The company is making a false statement about the person they are accusing and for them to come out over a year later and say that they are wrong and change their policy as proof of their false statement about others. If they are a publisher, as they claim to be, they can be held accountable for libel. The purge is real. The shutdown of the First Amendment through private corporations is real. The so-called conspiracy theories that people have been discussing over the last year are real. Funny how the same people who claim to keep us safe are the first to hurt us.